This is The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells sports bets. The Odds Couple, with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco on ESPN 1000. Welcome into your weekend, everybody. Time for another edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco. Every week we are with you to talk sports and sports gambling. It's a fun time of year, Mikey. NBA playoffs are underway. The Stanley Cup playoffs uh, have been good so far here this week. It's been fun watching that. We got baseball to talk about, so tons to cover in this week's episode. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing great, Carm. It's great to talk to you. Good to see Eric Ostrowski again. The odds couple, another winning week. Last week, I go 2-1. and one. Carm goes 1-1. One and one. We go 3-2. and two. I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches. We are the inflation fighters. I've That's been telling right. people that forever. We're a great team. We win. We try to entertain. And uh, you know what? We're going to have some fun today. A lot of stuff going on in Chicago sports. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA. Got some NHL. Come on, now. It's, it's great. Yeah, it's a great time out. of year. It is. Um, you know, we'll talk a little baseball here as the White mm-hmm. Sox play tonight, uh, the, trying to win a series for crying out loud, Mike. They can't even win a series. And now they've got their next 13 games oh. against the Rays, the Jays, and the Twins. So let's mm-hmm. see if they can kind of turn this thing around here a little bit and start playing better. Uh, they're in Tampa tonight right here on your home for White Sox baseball. The Cubs, meantime, I know they lost last night. They've got a day game today. Mike and I are recording, as we always do on Friday morning. They got an afternoon game on the north side. They lost late last night, but yep. uh, the Cubs have played pretty good baseball here in the early going. Yeah, I took the Dodgers last night because I saw they were favored. Nice he had uh, two pitchers going. I'm not I, I, I'm not against the, the guy that pitched for us last night. He's, he tries his best, but I just, I just thought, you know, it's time for the Dodgers to win the game. Mm. The Cubs have been on a roll. They had a chance to win, what, five? They're fifth in a row. Um, I love the Cub team. Uh, I will say this, that uh, what Ricketts and the Cub organization and Hoyer have done is retooled this ball club. Yep. You don't hear rebuild. You don't hear them having plans. You don't hear minor league reports like you used to follow Moncada and Eloy. Yeah, you know, trying to paint a picture of how greater things are going to happen down the line. This team just went out. Got a former MVP in Cody Bellinger, who's on fire right now. Yeah, you got Wisdom, who's one of the uh, best power hitters in the game. Nico Horner is my favorite Cub player. Dansby Swanson, I mean, he left Atlanta to play for this Cub team. Hosmer is a veteran. You got uh, Gnomes. Hey, I was a Contreras guy, but he seems to be handling the pitching staff. The pitchers are doing great. They're allowed to lose a game every once in a while. David Ross doesn't make the same mistake twice. And uh, I just am impressed with the Cubs. As far as the White Sox are concerned, I've always never believed in the rebuild. And it's been done because you don't let go of a guy like Abreu uh, and just let him walk uh, without trying to re-sign him. Maybe they did, maybe they didn't. But that was a tough loss. And I'm predicting to everybody right now that three, four years from now, We'll be saying Tony LaRusa did a great job of managing oh. those two years. Getting them in the playoffs and getting them to 500 when they had four healthy players last year. I tell you, I mean, like, I, I fear that the <laughs> this rebuild in the in the window they were supposed it's to gone. be in is already closing. I mean, it's like, what? Look, you know what we were hearing? We were hearing that this team, 
they would show on the White Sox uh, uh, station, the TV station, they, we'd see the minor league report, expertly produced, <laughs> seeing these guys, like e- even guys like Sheets. He had a home run last night for Charlotte. He'll be up soon. Painting a picture of a greater grandeur, it's not going to happen. It's a plotting team, Grandel, Vaughn, Eloy. It's an unhealthy team. They can't Mankata. play defense, all they of that. You're right. They can't play defense. They're very slow. They were built for old baseball. They're not built for new baseball. And uh, I think it's an absolute tragedy. And I got to hold White Sox fans and the White Sox podcasters, a lot of my talk show brethren, accountable for falling once again for the nonsense that I've lived through since the 60s. Mm-hmm. That's my that's my line. And that's and I, I, I just think it's hard in baseball to rebuild, especially with with young, young kids uh, from out of the country with not a whole lot of direction that they, they had in the past. Uh, so I said last year they didn't even have a Cuban coach for some of yeah. their players. So I just think they've made some mistakes. That doesn't mean now they can't get like the Mets got. You know, win well, eight out of nine, win nine out of ten. But the next 13 days is a gauntlet mm-hmm. for our guys. It is. It absolutely is. And they've never, it, really in our lifetime, certainly in mine, I mean, they just have never been able to build a real sustained winner, Mike. They haven't. They can't. And, uh, they well, and I just saw the other day that they picked up a new pitcher. Um, um, and a uh, million dollars a year for two years. I mean, are we trying to win, or what are we trying to do here? We want the White Sox to win. It's, 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 and, and another thing, if you're going to go to the ball game, let's break up fights within two minutes. <laughs> you know, you got to have security. It's just been a mess so far, Carmen, and yeah. everybody knows it. It's not a, it's not a mystery. And, and now know? they go to Tampa. Tampa's oh. a perfect ten and zero at home so far. They get uh, the ball 100 uh, miles an hour. I mean, every it's time incredible, they right? They're yeah. setting all kinds of records. They're the highest scoring team in the league. They've hit the most home runs in all of Major League Baseball so far. They're scoring almost eight runs per game at home. Uh, they're on a record pace. Probably not going to continue because it's just too ridiculous. But boy, are they a good team, Mike? So yeah, they're, they're in deep team. here. Yeah. Well, like I said, and I'm looking good with the Cubs right now over and oh, with yeah. the Texas over. Oh, right, the Texas, Texas over looks fantastic. It looks right now. great right now, and but that's that's happened before to people. You got the over in these things. You might hit hit a wall. Uh, but well, I, Texas I will has say played this. well, yeah. Uh, I, I told Carmen last week I almost took Tampa Bay over. I decided not to. And I also uh, did not tell Carmen that at the time I was thinking of taking the White Sox over. That's over mm, with right now, don't yeah, you think? It looks it's bad. done. I mean, Mike, they're trending for like 61 wins. Now, they're going to win more than that. But, geez, if you had the over, yeah, you'd feel like that's already busted. And I think if you're a manager and you got a guy like Dylan Cease, I think this is stuff. You can, it's a first-year manager. And and you know what? There's going to be questions about him now, and 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 how he's handling the pitching staff, and you know. But the bottom line is, the players got to be held accountable. Finally, we have an unhealthy group. We don't have a. I mean, like I said, Tim Anderson's been hurt since April 10th. That stinks. I know. And you got a hockey player that comes back with 75 stitches the next period in a game. So. Uh, where's the resolve? Where's everybody's resolve to get back? The training staff is under. A lot of people don't believe in the training staff that I talk to. So it, 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 right now it doesn't look good. But like I said, what happens if they win the next two, three right. games out of four against Tampa? Then we're on the Well, right. then we'll feel better. You're right. I, yeah. I, I, you know what? So be it. I hope they, they go out there and they shut but us up for a little bit. let me ask you this. If the Cubs were the White Sox, White Sox fans would be ecstatic. Yes. With the, with the players that they have. 
compared to the players we have because we've seen the sample size and so far so bad. Yep, it Period. is. You're right. All right, I actually have a play for uh, White Sox Rays a little bit later too. So yeah, stick and I around got a for play best maybe plays. on the Cubs too. Okay, I love it. Uh, we got best plays a little bit later on. We're going to talk to our buddy Luke Pergandy coming up next, and then Jim Miller's got ponies later in the show. So we're just getting warmed up, folks. Don't go anywhere. It's Mike and Carmen. We're coming right back. We're the Odds Couple presented by Prop Swap. You're listening to The Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. Welcome back inside The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. Mike and Carmen with you each and every week. You can find us on demand at any time on the ESPN Chicago app and, of course, on the air most Friday nights, especially with early Sox games or no Sox games, Saturday mornings as well. And it's that time of the show we say hi to one of our weekly guests and one of our favorite guys, the co-founder of the great PropSwap app and PropSwap.com, where America buys and sells its futures wagers. Luke Pergandy, everybody. How are you, bud? What's up, bud? I tell you what, how are you guys? We're good. good. I uh I, I got in, if there's ever been a time when I really regret buying a ticket, and I can't even sell it on PropSwap, it's so bad. I got in at the worst time on the Clippers. I mean, believe it or not, I got them when they were like 11-1, to 1, and I thought, ooh, this might be good because Paul George was healthy and Kawhi looked healthy. This is, I don't know, maybe early March. Kawhi started playing back-to-back games. Now here we are, and it's the same old, same old, Luke. Paul George isn't healthy. Kawhi misses last night out of nowhere. Probably not going to play tomorrow night, and I can't even sell that damn ticket right now. Yeah, uh, the only window you probably had was when, when they went up 1-0. Um, you know, they were probably, clips are probably, let's see, as of right now, I would imagine they're like They're probably back 80, to like, yes. yeah, right? Yeah, 80, 100 to 1. Exactly. I think they were like 40 to 1 after the, the first round, uh, after the first win, um, the, the win mm-hmm. in game one. And Yurko and I were talking about it yeah. on the show. We're like, I still can't even sell it. They're 40 to 1 for crying out loud. Yeah, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have got much. I Man. mean, um, it's, it's, it's something. You would have paid for your lunch today, but that's about it. That's about it. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes you get in at the wrong time, boys, and that's all you can do. Well, the NBA, yeah. I mean, the load management mythology is out the window. Uh, you rest these guys. I believe you have to practice. I believe you have to play. A boxer doesn't just go into the ring and box. And if you ever saw Muhammad Ali, when he didn't train, he'd lean up against the ropes. Mm. He couldn't go the full time. He couldn't dance on his feet. The nonsense that you don't think you have to practice to get your body ready to go and play uh, is a problem that the NBA is going to have for a while. And I wanted to ask you, Luke, about uh, you hear the hubbub. You're in the business. You invented this great company. So you know what people are saying. What's the negativity about the futures tickets with the way the NBA has handled ejections from Harden Crazy. getting kicked out to MB Stain? Uh, it just looks to me there is some contrivance, if you will. And, uh, I mean, they tried everything to give Brooklyn that game yeah. yesterday. What is the hubbub from the, from the betters and the gamblers that talk to you? Yeah. Yeah, it, there is a, no doubt, an inconsistent application of the rules. Mm. Um, I did agree with the Draymond suspension. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, but the combination of the history that he has, and that was an absolute stomp on Sabonis, like, 
did Sabonis like kind of wrap around yeah. Draymond's leg? Like, okay, but you don't get to stomp on him if he grabs your leg. Um, so I agreed with that, and I completely agree with you, Mike. That the Harden flash and bead oh, inconsistency was ridiculous, crazy. absolutely ridiculous. Like Harden did not deserve to get tossed. I thought Embiid could have got tossed for that, um, and maybe give him plus. You know, they call it, they're calling it a flagrant two. Um, so give give Embiid that. But I agree, man. It's it's a super inconsistent application of these rules, and yeah. um, and I'm not sure why they're doing that, and, and it's. Um, you know, for years, I, we always laugh that these commissioners and, and Silver, in fairness, was the best commissioner in terms of his opinion on sports betting. He mm. was the most pro sports betting, in my opinion. He's one of the top three guys of uh, influential people that got sports betting legalized because he wrote that op-ed in the New York Times. But, you know, his application of these rules has just been wild um so it it ruins the integrity of the game because for years they were crying all these commissioners were crying about integrity and that's why we can't have sports betting it's like you are your referees are are ruining the integrity this is not a a sports betting integrity issue this is a referee integrity issue yeah uh with Giannis's injury right now, and look, the Bucks are still the favorite in most places at plus two seventy five, mm-hmm. and yeah. you're not going to get great odds on the Celtics or Suns. I get that. You know, I'm looking at Celtics plus three twenty five. Suns are about four and a half to one. But with, you know, maybe a little uncertainty around Giannis right now. When you look at uh, how good Boston has looked, granted, it's at the Hawks, and I don't think they're a very good team, and they barely yeah, got no, in. They're really not. Um, the Suns last night, yeah, no Kawhi, no Paul George, but man, were Booker and, and KD like uber efficient. Is it a good time to think about Celtics, Suns, maybe even the Nuggets at longer odds at seven or eight to one right now? Yeah, so, I mean, the the Bucks and the Celtics are just, like you said, they're just so low single digits, like both below five to one. Like, yeah. I just. I feel like this postseason is going to be so um, filled with so many upsets, just like college basketball was. Like, I just can't, I can't have enough confidence in just such a low return mm. on either of those two teams. So, yeah, like the Nuggets start to be a little bit more interesting. You can find them at around ten to one. Um, I still think the Lakers are interesting. Mm. Um, you know, you can get the Lakers at twenty. So, the Lakers have a very wide discrepancy of odds. They have they're twenty four to one. At FanDuel, but then they're twelve to one at like a Bet Rivers. Wow! Yeah, so, they're fourteen to one at uh, points bet. Yeah, that is. They don't wild. have enough depth. I think Reeves is going to come back to the pack. They're missing a third guy that you could depend on. I think Anthony Davis. He got cut on the eye the other night. He took two stitches. That was the end of him. Uh, you know, LeBron is uh, uh, shooting in the fourth quarter from three-point land. I know there was some desperation involved to try to catch up, but I thought that was a game they could have. But aren't you guys worried still about the way the odds are? You got LeBron and Davis, two of the best, yeah. top ten, and yet they still have high odds. And the other night, they did not look good, no matter which way you look. They yeah. didn't. It's true. No, uh, agree with you, Mike, that that's usually a tell that, you know, mm-hmm. if, uh, the books that like FanDuel has them in twenty four to one. Like I said, like they're still hanging that high number. That yep. is something to be leery of. I get that. 
Um, but to me, like, obviously, most of the bets I make are with drop stop in mind. Like, my goodness, just bet him at 24 mm-hmm, to 1 mm-hmm. and then post it at, on drop stop tomorrow at 14 to 1 and see if you get some bites. Isn't out LeBron Notre Dame? Money overnight. Yeah. Isn't LeBron Notre Dame? I mean, you know, here's LeBron. We might as well put some money on him, even, right. if, it's, even if it's couch sheets. Hey, yeah. Notre Dame's playing. It's like They're betting playing. the Cubs, you know? That's like right. Year, betting. Yeah. The, would you agree with that? Totally. Okay. Yeah, I mean, a little bit more success with LeBron oh. versus the Cubs or Notre Dame, but I hear you. Yeah. Just a public, it's, it, it's you know, he's one of those guys that, yeah. yeah, you know, it's just there's... there's He's a public better, man. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, agreed. Um, all right, Luke, any other uh, great tickets you want to highlight? Um, any other fun stuff happening at the site right now? Good time of year. Yes. Yeah, so that Warriors ticket that we talked about last week, he's got that six-leg parlay hit with uh, Argentina to win the World Cup, Georgia to win the Natty, Novak to win the Aussie, Chiefs won, UConn won. It would pay $304,000 if the Warriors win the NBA Finals. Um, He's been posting it on the side, taking it back off. Mm. Um, So, of course, you know, that series is now 2-1, to um, the the SAC-Golden State series, Kings versus Golden State. So that ticket would sell for around $25,000. Right now, um, so you know, we'll Amazing. see what he does. Um, you know, if they lost that game, if the if the Warriors oh, had yeah. lost on Thursday night, that ticket's in big trouble. It's done. Um, yeah, yeah, it's 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 done. Like they'd be down three zero. So he was. I got him a bid of of nineteen thousand dollars for it. This is off a two hundred dollar bet. I got him a nineteen thousand wow. dollars wow. bid Jeez. on Thursday afternoon, and he declined it. So, oh my god. Um, it's going to be going to be really. You want us to come out there and talk to him? I mean, really? Like, Do we have to go out there and on. talk to this guy? What's the matter with a this guy? A two hundred dollar bet, and he got a nineteen thousand dollar offer. Yes. Oh my. God. Yes. And again, guys, like just take yes. take ten G's and just go bet the Warriors again. Uh, yeah, another ticket that pays one hundred twenty grand. Like, exactly. They're twelve to one. Out. Yeah. Exactly. Oh my God. All right. Talk some sense into him. Um, it's, it's, it's great. Yep. Luke, uh, have a good weekend, buddy. Enjoy the coast. And we will talk to you again next Friday. Okay. Bye, Karen. Bye, Mike. Thank See you, you. buddy. Oh, take a nap later. It's our guy, Luke Pergandy. He's, he's out in Cali this week. He's up yeah, early for us. he got us. up early, man. $200, Mike, for 19 Gs. It's like, come The on. NBA integrity with the gambling is out the window. Kawhi well, Leonard, as of yesterday, was going to play yesterday morning. What happened? All of a sudden, he's hurt, okay? We had a guy get his face skate, skated over with uh, a hockey skate, took 75 stitches, and was back the next period uh, for Winnipeg. Yet, you got a guy with a sprained knee who's been sitting on his butt now, getting paid a ton of dough in Kawhi Leonard and this load management. You know what? I never thought I'd say this. I, I think load management... Is, is one of the biggest hoaxes of our lifetime, for God's sake, when it comes to sports, that you have to rest, uh, and you're a basketball player. You're supposed to play. You're supposed to get the body tone. The lack of playing is hurting these guys. It's shortening their careers, but they make so much damn money that if they have a, an eight-year career instead of a 10, that's the way it goes. The Kawhi thing yesterday came out of nowhere. It's, it's and, not regulated. The NBA has some fishiness going on. You, you you can't buy future bets and then find out, hey, guess what? I mean, this guy's not playing. You get a guy thrown out for taunting and another guy not thrown out for kicking a guy in the junk. The two guys that got run yesterday, it, it like, should not have gotten run. No. And Embiid probably should he have. He deserved the goal. It was weird, the yeah, whole you're, thing. You're playing star status basketball where, you know what, you do something like that, 
You, you should you should be taught. It was I mean, a weird night. If you've never been kicked there, folks, mm. okay, don't make a comment. But if you have, and I've been around long enough to have everything happen to me, and including that, uh, it's the worst. On accident and on purpose, probably. That's right. Yeah, I did it to myself once. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we come back. We got more NBA to talk about, actually. Yep. We got a few other games that we're going to uh, address for everybody on the docket tonight. Some of the other stuff coming up this weekend. We got a lot to do, folks. Uh, we got more to come. Baseball, NHL, Stanley Cup playoffs, basketball, even some NFL. Why not? It's Carmen and Mike. We are the Odds Couple. We're coming right back on ESPN 1000 and the ESPN Chicago app. This is the Odds Couple with Chicago radio legend Mike North and midday host Carmen DeFalco. The Odds Couple on Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago. Welcome back inside the Odds Couple presented by PropSwap. Mike North, Carmen DeFalco with you every week. Catch us on demand anytime with the ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you have it. And of course, we're going to be on Saturday morning at 7 for the Encore Replay. We just talked to our buddy Luke Pergani from PropSwap. We were talking a little NBA. Uh, it, it was a bizarre night, as you heard us discuss last night, the Embiid thing. Like, what, for, I still not not quite sure why James Harden was tossed. I mean, that was... It was a makeup that, that was, call. It was nothing. I mean, it, it was, was a crazy. makeup call, in my opinion. I think the NBA said, well, what are you doing? It was I crazy. I mean, you don't think somebody called and got to one of these refs saying, he just kicked the guy into junk. It was very and bizarre. you didn't throw him out. And then you, you Harden basically... Uh, when I see karma, sometimes I tap him in, in the chest. <laughs> That's what he's getting tossed for? That's crazy. I mean, come on. Very bizarre. We got three games tonight on yeah. the slate, uh, including Cavs-Knicks, which, you know, that's been one of the better series here. They go back to the Garden all square uh, at one. A low total in this game because both teams can play some defense. We know that. 211.5 is the total. Knicks a small favorite. Laying about a point and a half. Or two points in most places. Friday night uh, playoff game in the Garden. That's going to be a, a fun atmosphere, I would think, tonight, Mike. I'm sort of uh, leaning. I haven't g- given a solid pick yet on this, but if uh, I'm leaning Cleveland. Uh, I like Garland. I like the Garden play. I like play. him, too. And, uh, you know, I know Randall, uh, you know, has been knocked on his butt. They've been getting physical Cleveland with them. Um, I'm sort of saying, you know, the Knicks... To be favored, I would made I would have made it a picket game. Okay. To be honest with you, so uh, right now I'd be leaning with the points. Knicks have not been a great cover at home this year. I mean, they I weren't mean, a real dominant home team. I mean, you might find out Brunson's not playing today. Well, that, can you imagine? Right. I mean, I. I well, uh, what, why would that surprise you at this point? Because Silver has lost all control. They've lost control of their product in a gambling environment. You can't do that. It's tough. I know. Knicks are just 18, 20, and 3 against the number in the Garden this year. So they mm-hmm. we're not a uh, a very good home team. I mean, can you imagine if you get word that, like, Randall or uh, or Jalen's But it not wouldn't playing? surprise you, would you? Would it? And now look at the injuries. Um, look at Giannis. Look at look at these guys. They're, they're hurt. Some aren't playing. Some are healthy and not playing. I mean, what is going on? I don't know. Like, the, I think I might be a little surprised, to be honest. Like, with Kawhi, this is just... Just the way it's been. It's yeah. like what you have to. Yeah, I, I, that's unfair to Jalen. I'm just right, saying. Like, I, yeah, I, I don't. I think I love Jalen. I do too. He yeah, was the free agent of the year. Oh uh, my god, without, without a doubt. Yeah. And, and and Mark Cuban, shame on you. Yes, we I talked mean, about it a few weeks ago. Yeah, Mike and I talked about this. I, and I listen. I love Mark Cuban. I do. I think he's good for sports. We've had Mark Cuban on a bunch over the years. He's full of it. I yes. mean, and we, 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 we talked about it, I don't know, whenever we did, that was like three weeks he, ago. Like, like he didn't know. It. I mean, please, they could have had him, they, they could have signed him before the season started, two years ago if they wanted to. They chose not to. 
They gambled and lost. Jalen gambled and I, mean, I didn't even say he gambled. I mean, they gambled and lost. Jalen won. How it's about as simple the as Knicks that. Finally got it right. I know. How about that? I mean, so you know, once you start winning, once you get a player like that, he comes to play every night. Uh, you know, but you know what happens if Randall sits tonight and Brunson mm. plays? I mean, there's just too much inconsistency. It's hard to bet the NBA. I also want to congratulate John Morant as looking as goofy as possible on the <laughs> sidelines. I guess the, I guess the, what is that? The clothing thing they used to have? Yeah, the suit coat and everything. I guess that's over it with. It was something. My God, that uh, that series got interesting with all the trash talking, or you know, all the the the. Oh, they're the a histrionics team. between Dylan Brooks and uh, and LeBron. Yeah, that's a fun series right that's now. A, Dylan Brooks says, "You know, I ain't afraid to poke the bear." Okay, right. and 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 you, oh, don't say they wouldn't do it to Jordan. I saw Xavier McDaniel sure. and Reggie yeah. Miller getting Jordan's face. Yeah. Okay, so but yeah. then they paid the price. But then exactly, Michael see, the made other him night, pay. LeBron didn't make him pay the price. Interesting to see how LeBron plays tomorrow night. Agreed. You know, but yeah. I think you made a good point with Luke too about AD, like. It's all. I as think AD's, I think guy, AD's got to be their best player if they're going to go far in the playoffs. Well, they though, were you know? doubling him, not LeBron. I know. The other night. I know. Look, look, LeBron James can play forever. You touch him, you breathe on him. He gets fouled. He drives to the hoop and dunks. But if, if he's got to shoot the three now, the other night, if you watched in the fourth quarter, he started launching. No shot. No shot at going in. Yeah. You need AD. Uh, Celtics-Hawks tonight. I mean, the Hawks have looked completely uh, overmatched. I just don't think they're a very good basketball team, and the Celtics are. The Celtics might be the deepest, healthiest team left right now, uh, and I, I think they're they're going to be well, scary here in the playoffs. Uh, will Trey Young get going? I guess that's my question. I mean, forget about the line. I don't like it too much one way or another, to be honest. I mean, the Hawks just have not looked good. They're getting five at home tonight. Will Trey Young get going? His total, if you want to bet a prop, is 25 and a half, and that's juice to the under uh, at minus 120. He's got 40 total points in the first two games on 35% shooting. It just has not been good, Mike. Well, I heard uh, uh, Paulie and Mitch on Vissen uh, just kill the guy. Uh, basically, when he's off the court, the turnovers drop 50%. Mm. He's a one-man show. He's a ball hog uh, for a point guard. He's not known, really, as a distributor. Okay, he likes the, He's kind of a shooter. He's a shooter. <laughs> yeah. And you're not going to, and, and they were saying, uh, I, you know, I'm not going to steal somebody else's thunder. I'm going to give them full credit. They hit it right on the head. It, 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 they probably might try to move Trey Young down the line, which would be hard to believe, but I don't see Atlanta ever winning anything with him. Do you? Um, No. No. I, I, I and look, I think Trey is like but he's he, a fun player. A, that's what I was going to say. You yeah. took the words right out of my mouth. Yep. He's a fun player. He doesn't mind being the villain. I kind of nope. like that. Yep. But he's not no good enough. He's too small. Yeah, he's probably the worst defensive guard in basketball. He wants to shoot a thirty-five footer with twelve it, seconds left on the shot clock. I don't see it, and I, I also don't know like who trades for him. I mean, I guess unless you're a deep team and you're looking for. Another score, and you've got a good mm -hmm. defensive backcourt, maybe. But like, he's fun. I oh, think we absolutely. both agree with that. But like, who's in the market for him? Knowing the way he plays, and knowing some of the liabilities that you have with him uh, on the floor, exactly. And and in this, he's benefited off, uh, you know, uh, the lack of defense in the league mm. until the playoffs come.
Well, then that's when you're in trouble. Yeah, that's absolutely. when you're in trouble and you get exposed. Absolutely. And then you got Nuggets. Got him, I on my game. How about you? You have your game, We're too. on our NBA game, We're on our game, game today, Mikey. aren't we? I'll tell no. you that. We certainly are. <laughs> then you got Nuggets, T-Wolves tonight, and that series also looks I like, like that. I uh, like sort of control. like Lean and Mini. Do you really? Like a little, little home line? dog action? Yeah. Did you see that meager line? I yeah. mean, I look at the Timberwolves. I look at the Timberwolves, and I see my high school education. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's never going to happen. But I mean, my God, I mean, for some reason, even I had a good day in the classroom once in a while. And I see that two and a half. Uh, that yeah. line should be higher. Probably. It's, yeah. it's an interesting one to say the least. And a uh, shout out to our, uh, to our guy, Patrick Kane. Uh, as we talk a little mm. Stanley Cup class, Patrick Kane was phenomenal last night and the Devils took an early lead, but then they ended up losing the game as uh, the Rangers offensively really dominated the second and the third period. Kaner was fantastic. So the Rangers uh, are up 2-0 now in that series. And the Maple Leafs haven't been sent to Siberia because they won. I mean, you, they were ready to throw. They were ready to escort them out of town. If they lost last night, Mike, they were ready. I, after I've that been first game, it. I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? They yeah. were ready to be escorted out of, by the fan base. Can you imagine? Uh, NFL draft. How about this? You know, last week I was looking back at my notes. Mm-hmm. I love when you look back at do, your. Do notes. you like that? I love it. A week ago today, Mike, mm-hmm. and then we didn't. We didn't ever. We didn't get to it on the show, but I had it in my notes. A week ago today, Bryce Young to go number one overall, mm-hmm. was about minus 250. Mm-hmm. Today, uh, on April, what's today, the 21st, mm-hmm. he's minus 2,000. In a week, Mike, Bryce Young is now minus 2,000. And so, what happened to Stroud because he, of the nonsense I've been hearing with uh, Brady Quinn and Ryan Clark, you know, hanging the shingle for the guy? Hey, Brady Quinn went through the process. He was asked a question. Right. He's dropping. Okay, now I'm hearing Jalen Carter uh, is is starting to rejuvenate himself uh, from his uh, disaster at the combine. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm thinking the guy like him. I hope the Bears don't get him. I don't want the defensive tackle. I want somebody else. I want somebody maybe maybe a playmaker, maybe an edge rusher. Yes, rusher. edge but rusher. He's come on. Uh, I'm thinking Detroit might take him. I think you're right. Then you got Hutchinson. Then you got Carter. You're starting to build that defensive line that's going to be a problem. So uh, it's interesting how some guys are labeled. Uh, but this nonsense by Ryan Clark, I would just say this. Warren Sapp's been pillaged. Dan Marino's sure. been pillaged. Sure. Know the history of the draft. Randy Moss. Randy Moss has been pillaged. You know, to take a personal affront and say Brady Quinn uh, hurt his character because of, of, the, uh, of the Manning camp. I got news for you. Johnny Manziel was late at the Manning camp, and he never recovered from that. Mm. So this is all nonsense. Like, he's the only guy that's ever been questioned. That's nonsense. Period. End of story. All right, when we come back, we got Jim Miller with some ponies, and we will give you our best bets going into the weekend. So don't go anywhere, folks. We are coming right back. It's Mike and Carmen. We're the Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. This is the Odds Couple with Carmen DeFalco and Mike North on ESPN 1000. Entering the home stretch on this edition of The Odds Couple, presented by PropSwap. It's Carmen and Mike with you each and every week. Catch us on demand on the ESPN Chicago app. And it's that time of the show to get some ponies with uh, one of the best handicappers in the business. From Hawthorne Racecourse, he joins us each and every week. And you follow him on Twitter at Hawthorne Jim. Jim Miller, everybody. Jimmy! 
boys. The Derby preps are over. We did catch the winner of the Lexington last week, Nicely so that done. was a plus. Yep. Not going into the uh, Derby this year, but that horse two, or first mission may be headed to the Preakness, so watch out for that. But everything's pretty much set. Now it's final works leading to the Derby. Horses getting ready. We're two weeks away from the big show. And I'll tell you, I think this is going to be a derby full of big-priced horses. Damn, two weeks away already. Think about that. That's great. Uh, who's going to be the Who's the favorite? Who's going to go off as the favorite, Forte. Think, Jimmy? Forte, Forte, Forte will be the favorite for sure and will be a heavy favorite. And I'll tell you this right okay. now. I'll give you a preview. I won't have that horse anywhere on my tickets. Really? I'm going to try to beat that horse. I, I think Forte is vulnerable off that last race in the Florida Derby. And I will not have that horse anywhere in my Derby place. And so, like you just said, you think there could be the potential for some, you know, some really good horses at really good odds. And well, here's the thing: because Forte has won so many races, probably going to be overbet. Okay. Practical Move, who won the Santa Anita Derby, is probably going to take a lot of action. After that, your third choice in the Derby, guys, could be somewhere from eight to ten to one. Oh, wow, so, right. if that's the case, you're looking at horses that are very legitimate racehorses. That could go off at double-digit odds. You, you hook a couple of those up together, and when the pools are huge, it makes for really big payouts. What's an ideal amount of horses? Because I think the Derby's great because I think a long shot could win because there might be 22 horses on the damn course. Uh, one horse has a bad ride by somebody, can't get by another horse. The next thing you know, somebody else sneaks up. What is an ideal uh, number, and do you really like the crowded field, Jimmy? I don't mind the crowded field for the mile and a quarter distance because it's the full run of the stretch into the mm. first turn. So because of that, positionally, I think you can really kind of work out that trip. And, yes, you do have to kind of ride and work through traffic and everything. I don't mind 20 at a mile and a quarter. I think when you get to those little bit shorter runs into that first turn, then that number probably needs to be 12 to 14 where it provides enough value, but you can still get a larger field. But, honestly, with that full run into that first turn, I really don't mind 20 at all. I think 20 is a great number. It's the reason we get value each and every year in the Derby, too. All right, so what's happening at Hawthorne? We still got racing uh, on the weekend, and people can start making their plans for Derby Week at uh, all the betting bars. Uh, it's just two weeks away. So uh, what would you suggest people do if they want to make plans for Derby Saturday? I'll tell you, we have so many different options. If they want to go and sit there for the day, they need to call any of those Club Hawthorne OTB locations and make their reservations now. But the cool thing we do is a lot of these locations, we set up what's called bet-and-go wagering, where we have tents, we move machines outdoors. People mm. can basically drive up, hop out of their car, make their wagers, and then head onward for their day, and then just check out the race on TV later on in the day. There's always the Club Hawthorne app, too, which makes things very easy. And there is going to be some ability to come in and walk up and make those plays. But really, if you want a seat, you want a reservation, call that OTB location right now. All right, beautiful. What are we uh, betting on this weekend, Jimmy? All right, so Oakland Park for all three of these races. They're kind of rounding out their meat, but they have three very good stakes on the uh, Saturday card. So race nine, going to bet the two-horse Merlaza across the board. This is a hot barn with a horse improving each out. Race 10, bet the two last samurai. This is the Oakland handicap, a million-dollar race. Last Samurai, probably going to go off as a second choice, so maybe catch a price there. And then Oakland Park, race 11, bet the seven, two Eagles River across the board. This is a horse that has speed, and they may actually be pointing to the Preakness as well. All right, so three races at Oakland for Saturday. Race nine, the two horse across the board. Uh, also the two horse in the 10th race across the board. And then race 11, the seven horse across the board. Is that right? That's right, boys. Let's get ready. Now we're building the bankroll for Derby Day. We sure are. Thanks, Jimmy. We'll talk to you next week. All right, guys. Good luck. Jimmy! There he is, our guy, Jim Miller, on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Remember, follow him on Twitter, at Hawthorne Jim. 
All right, Mikey. So let's uh, roll into the weekend here with some best plays. I we love rolling into week, the weekend. Right? Let's do it. We had a winning week again last week. Yep. So what do we like for this weekend? Well, you know what? I'm looking at the uh, Toronto Blue Jay New York Yankee game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Domingo Germán. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, he of the sticky stuff but doesn't get tossed. He can wash his hands. Scherzer uh, gets tossed, but. Yeah. <laughs> He swears on his kid's life. You know how many times I told the nun and I swore on my mom's life that I did my homework and I didn't? Uh, I, I mean, it. I'm just being honest Just being with honest. You. That's yeah. all. I love it. Uh, I swear, sister, let me put my hand on the Bible. I, I forgot my homework. Anyway, we got the Blue Jays and the Yankees. You got Kiguchi. Kiguchi uh, for the Blue Jays, you got uh, Germain uh, or Germain for the uh, Yankees. Germain, the yep. over-under, I think we'll go up to eight and a half. Okay. Uh, but it's at eight right now. I'm taking the under. Take the in under. That game. Okay. And you got two high ERA guys. German's got 3.86, and Kaguchi's almost at five. Yes, at 4.70. All right, the under in that game. All right, I'm going to yep. give a total in, a, in oh, the. Oh, another heart stopper, a sweat. I mean, here we go. I know. Yeah. Tell me about it. Every uh, week. White Sox Rays, all mm-hmm. right? Uh, Kopech mm-hmm. is starting. He has allowed mm-hmm. an AL high seven home runs so far this season. He's also allowing. Over nine hits per nine. Not very good. The Rays, as we told you earlier, dominant at home, 10-0. and 0. Uh, They are averaging about eight runs a game at home. They have hit a league-leading 42 home runs. To me, it all adds up to some offense tonight. This smells like a 5-4, 6-4 final. Go over eight and a half in White Sox Rays tonight. All righty, that's a good one. I got one more for everybody. Um, got a couple leads, but... I'm taking the Cavaliers tonight. Okay. Getting to it, Madison Square Garden. Now, it's a chancy thing. They're on the money line. Uh, the uh, Knicks are minus 130. So, you know, that's yeah. an easy one to bet. I okay. mean, if you pay 110 juice sure. on a, you know, usually what's what, what's 20 more cents? So, I'm going to take the Cleveland Cavaliers as my second pick. Don't forget, I'll be on with the bonus play uh, with uh, with Carmen Yerkes today at 148 with another. Pick. Don't miss the bonus play, yep. everybody. I'll give one other uh, bet for tonight. This is a prop bet in one of the Stanley Cup playoff games. Uh, Kings and Oilers tied at one in L.A. tonight. Leon Dreisaitl has been dominant five points in the first two games of this series. If you go back, actually, to his last three playoff games. There's a guy in hockey named Leon Dreisaitl. Leon Dreisaitl, not Cycle. Oh, sorry. (laughs) So he only had 140 points this year. He's got five points. To me, he sounds like the the honor student in the class. Uh, He does a little bit, doesn't he? He doesn't sound like Gordy Howell, Bobby Hull, or Wayne Gretzky. Meantime, he's one of the great hockey players. Go figure. Well, you know I follow the game religiously. I'm going over his point total tonight. It's One and a half. You get plus 115 on that. So we get a little bit of a price. Let's roll with it. He, Like I said, he's got five points in the first two games. He's been unbelievable. And he's got the best playmaker and the best player in the game setting him up constantly. So let's go Leon Dreisaitl over one and a half. And we're 60% no matter what situation in playoffs, folks, whether it be NFL, uh, NBA, MLB, we've been that way for for the last four years. So it's not a bad bet to go with us on these four plays. Never is. Uh, Thanks to Luke Pergandy and Jim Miller and thanks to Eric Ostrowski as always for producing the show. And most importantly, thank you for listening. Uh, Everyone have a wonderful weekend. And Mikey, we'll do it again next Friday, buddy. So long, everybody. This is The Odds Couple on ESPN 1000.